You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I'm fired up right now. I got sweat rolling down the small of my back and into my ass crack. It's emotional. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. Welcome to The View is 2020. I am your host, Baba Walters, from the afterlife. I must say that I lived a wonderful, sexually filled life on Earth. Not mentioning the time I accidentally braided Whoopi Goldberg's pubic region. Today I will be hosting first former first lady, Michelle Obama, and I will ask her if, he, if she was a twee Would she be inserted in me? Yes, that's right. After 90 years on this earth and butchering interview after interview, and any word that started with the letter twa, I butchered. It was a wonderful, wonderful time here on earth. By the way, the football picks for this weekend. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy had an abysmal week. It's like he was up for an Oscar and his name was Mark Wahlberg. He went six and eight. Your host of the show and the most talented man I've ever worked with, Mr. Arnie States, went eight and six, improving his record to 139 and 86. That's the theme music to tell me to go. I am Baba Walters. Good day, good night. There you go. Look at that. Barbara Walters stopping by. First day of 2023. Good morning, ass family. And welcome to a brand new broadcast year, 2023, here on the Ass Show. Now, I got to tell you real quick. Don't be one of them people that's a tourist on the show. You want to stay today because the last two stories, Hall of Famers. Now, now, if you have to go because of work, I, I don't. Federal places are shut down today in observance of New Year's. Fags. I'm here. I'm not federal. Um, but uh, you you don't want to miss. If you have to go, I understand. I get it. And this is why it's so important to download all the all the shows. Become a member. Go to arnieradio.com. Become a member for two ninety nine a month, and you will get to hear everything. Wow. Let me get to the good mornings, and then I'll recap everything for the week, including my abysmal sickness that I had this week. God damn, was I sick. Holy Lord in heaven. Oh, man. Look at that first one here. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Sweet mother of God. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. She could. She really, really could. I hope that you have a spectacular day today, Braddy Kid. And looky there. Hangtown Jenny wrote me last week uh, on here. She says, I know you're not on this week, but I wanted to say how much you'll be missed within the week. I hope you and Braddy have a great week and can't wait to kick off 2023 with ass. Happy New Year, my friend. Well, thank you, Jen. Happy New Year to everybody out there. 
She says, morning, ass. Welcome back and happy 2023. We sure missed you in this house. Well, I missed you guys, too. And, uh, Jen, this one, I found this one yesterday, and I'm not even going to, I'm just going to let the Chinese lady say it. Happy New Year in Chinese. 新年快乐. 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 Happy New Year in Chinese. There you go. 新年快乐. 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 Happy New Year, motherfuckers. There you go. Uh, she says, morning, bratty kid. Andrew says, holy shit, ass family. It's 2023. Good morning, everyone. Right back at you. Swoosh says, morning, ass. Happy New Year. Enjoying this nice day off work. Good. New Year's Eve was something here. The rain, the wind, the power went out three times at my friend's house. Him and uh, PG&E and Newsom, a wildfire isn't going to happen when it's flooding everywhere. No need to shut the power off. I don't, was it him shutting it off or was it just the weather? Um, I saw a Facebook post uh, from Hot Mama. Good Lord, she had a Russian river going in front of her house. It was crazy. All these guys in babushkas riding down the river. Yeah, I went there. Uh, v Coop says, yes, fresh 2023 ass. Oh, the freshly squeezed. Was Bobble Walters a squirter? Of course she was a squirter. Yes, he rised in the house in Oklahoma. Good morning to you. Uh, Swoosh says Lake Tahoe Joe would go 68 selfish sex worker. He is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm off due to my federal bill being closed. Well, good. You deserve it. Red and White says I'm chilling on a paid day off today. Good. Sheen uh, Crying Long. Look at that. Warbird's in the house. He says Happy New Year. Let's go 2023. Man, oh, man, I tell you what, we were blessed with great football this weekend. College football, look, my Longhorns, they, they, they shit the bed against Washington. It happens when, when you average about 300 yards rushing a game and your top two rushers decide they're going to opt out for the NFL draft and you end up with 58 yards rushing, you ain't going to win. And we didn't win, and, and, and I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm ready for next year. Let's go, Arch Manning. But, man, oh, man, the two college playoff games. And I tell you what, there was nothing more eerie because I, I finally got to see it all synced up. You realize the Ohio State kicker missed the field goal at the stroke of midnight on the East Coast? That was insanity. The other game, the Michigan TCU game, oh, I tell you what, people around here are fired up. I have not been out of the house Literally this morning, taking out the trash after I almost burnt down the house. Yeah, I, 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 fucking idiot. I, I don't even want to get into it yet. Um, but that was the first time I've been out of the house I, since, since, since Thursday. I've been sick. I've been sick, sick. Swoosh says, Xinyin Kuala. Ah, look at that Adam J in the house. Felice, on your asses in Arnie. Right back at you, my brother. The football was incredible. Roll tight. Alabama kicked ass. I turned the game on right at the beginning when it was like 13 to nothing Kansas State or 10 to nothing Kansas State. And I'm like, whoa. About a half hour later, I'm like, okay, all is right in the world. Alabama's kicking the shit out of them. Uh, I, am, I, I am putting my TCU supporters on. Uh, I'm not wearing any TCU shit. Fuck that. By the way, by the way, oh my God. It's t shirt time? It is. Both kind of t shirt time. It is 12 10. It's t shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. It so is. T-shirt time. By the way, it's T-shirt time. Jersey Shore. 
January 26th. You shut up, bitch. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, because today's T-shirt is a doozy. It just says, Dim Boys. Now, a lot of people go, oh, it's a cowboy shirt. Uh -uh -uh. This is a T-shirt of the greatest tag team in wrestling today, the Briscoe Brothers. Man, oh, man, those guys are awesome. I went back and watched some of their old matches last week. These guys are phenomenal. Arnie, what do you think about the non-targeting bullshit call? He didn't target him. If you see an angle, because I, I called Tommy, and Tommy explained it on, on Facebook. Tommy, is a, an, he was an NCAA referee and a high school referee. He leads going into the guy's back. The crown of his helmet, he dipped his head, but his face mask hit the guy's back. And that's why it was a no call. Even the retard. Well, look, I've seen the retards in the commentary booth call call targeting as well. Um, I believe it was in the Texas Alabama game when they tried to call a player from Texas for targeting when he hit a football when he hit Bryce Young in the foot. And they called targeting on that. I hate the targeting rule. I, I and look, look. Part of me wanted Michigan. I I like Michigan. Because I have a big problem with the way that the, the NCAA is working right now. The system is broken. You should not be eligible to win a national championship if you cannot even win your conference championship. TCU didn't win their... There was a chance that we could have Ohio State playing um, TCU. Neither team won their conference championship. Hell, Ohio State didn't even play for their conference championship. And they're playing for a national title. I know it's happened before with Alabama, and I've gone off on it before. Uh, watch the street fight between the Briscoes and Kevin Steen and L. Jarrett. Oh, I will. I will watch that, V. Coop. But the, the college football, I, I, I'm glad they're expanding it, but it, I have a hard time. Um, uh, Warbird just sent me this thing, uh, Kale, uh, um, hey, hey, Warbird, can you put that link up on the, uh, on the Mixler board? They'll show you a better, uh, shot of it. And look, look, I know as Michigan fans, they wanted the targeting call and I, and I don't blame them. I would have been, I would have been yelling for it too. But first and foremost, I hate the targeting call. I hate the fact that you can get suspended for the first or second half or the first half of the next game. I think it's bullshit. Some of these guys are going low to tackle when guys are falling, and they're, they're trying to hit them at the legs, and their heads are down there. And by the way, by the way, let me ask this question. Let me ask this question. How come targeting is never called on offensive players? Offensive players lead with the, every running back in the, in the world leads with their head when they're running through the line of scrimmage. That's targeting every single fucking time. Uh, let's see, Kevin Steele reminds me of Kevin Owens. Jill Genera is, uh, if you unmask him, he would look like Sami Zayn. Keep kayfabe alive, LOL. I agree, if you don't win your conference, you don't get to play in the semis. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Warbird. I appreciate that. Oh, the game has been sissified. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. 
Um, all right, so football this weekend was fantastic. Now, let me let me recap you on the week. I was off last week. Thank you very much. Uh, recharging the, the engine, if you will. I had to plug my, my own Tesla in my ass. <laughs> um, I did not watch any news or open a news website until the Idaho dude got arrested. That was the first time I watched any news last week, and I felt great. By the way, by the way, we got breaking news here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, movie star and uh, member of the Avengers, Jeremy Renner, was plowing snow in his, uh, in his Lake Tahoe mansion. And he had a terrible accident. He is in critical condition. I don't know if they, they, if they flew into Washoe Med or whatever. Uh, he was plowing the road with his snowplow, and I guess he loves snowplows because, well, he's weird. He had an accident, and now he's in the hospital. So uh, good vibes going out to him, all my Reno peeps. Please don't visit him. I had to take a care flight uh, to a local area hospital. So there you go. Now, I didn't watch news or anything, and I, I was having a great week. <coughs> you can still hear some of the residue coming out. <coughs> oh, Lord. Um. I believe it was, man, I, I think it was Friday into Saturday. I was starting to not feel good uh, Thursday night, kind of coughing. I didn't think much of it. The next day, I was wiped out. That's what he gets for hanging out in Mount Rose. Mmm, lung butter, yeah. So, Hawk, I won't be using a snowplow in the next Avengers movie. Probably not, probably not. Um... I haven't been that sick in a while. And, I mean, it was. Uh, thank God there was no throwing up. But I was coughing. I couldn't sleep. I mean, I, my body just ached and, and it hurt. I think that was, uh, it was Thursday into Friday. Saturday, I was just fucking out of it all day. Saturday, I finally got some sleep, and I sweat through, like, three T-shirts. And then I slept a little bit Saturday into Sunday. Yesterday, I started feeling better. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even make it to Yellowstone last night, uh, so I, I can't update you on that. I didn't watch King of Tulsa. I mean, literally, I was just on. The, I was in my chair watching football, just barely getting, because I had no strength, and I didn't really want to eat. I did try the uh, the Barstool Sports Pizza, the one bite. That shit's trash for frozen pizza. That shit's trash. Yuck. We'll be getting that again. Hey, hey, how about how about on a cheese pizza? We put more cheese than we do sauce. It sh this should have been called the sauce pizza. But plenty of uh, let's see, what what is that? The 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 one with the uh, Mucinex. I was taking that. Took some some Nyquil, the non-alcoholic version. That finally got me. Oof, yesterday I started feeling better, and then last night, oh, I slept like a baby. Oh, it was fantastic. So, uh, yes, I'm feeling better. 
Now, now I woke up this morning. So I woke up this morning, got in the shower, took a real good hot shower, but didn't realize that, wait a second, I still haven't regulated my body temperature yet. And I got out of the shower, and I was feeling all goofy and, and everything. And then I, I, I had my medicine that uh, Hangtown Mike sends me. And uh, I hadn't taken any in like five days, so I was going to take some today. And I turned it on on the stove right after I got out of the shower, and I was starting to get a little wobbly, so I, I went back in my room and I fell, fell asleep for another hour. Needless to say, nearly burned down the house. Yeah, no, no smoke alarm went off because I kept it covered, but yeah, yeah, ruined the pan, and uh, yeah, don't have any more of my stuff. No more medicine. We spent five ninety nine on that pizza, but won't spend two ninety nine on the one I want. Yeah, yeah, I won't. And fuck you, Tony's Pizza. It's three seventy, or is it two ninety nine at your store? Once it starts coming back down to the dollar sixty nine level, I'll buy it. But yeah, this way, and I gotta say thank you to Braddy Kid for uh, being such a trooper and putting up with me. Oh, to say I felt miserable was an understatement of the year. But I've got my sickness now out of the way, ready for 2023, ready to get the thing started. Arnie is no longer allowed to use the stove when I'm not home. Very, very true. Oh, that smell, the house, fuck. No, no, don't worry. That I, that, the house is, it, it was mainly a metallic smell, and I've got the doors open, all the fans on. Mike said more is on the way. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good. Oh, my God. It was just the typical way I should start my 2023. I, I tell you, if it weren't for that kind of shit, I wouldn't have any kind of luck whatsoever. Um, maybe it should be he isn't allowed to use appliances when he's sick. Now, there was one appliance I got from uh, from Braddy Kid's, uh, her other kid, the chosen one. I used to call him, but he's no longer that. He's kind of the black sheep now. He sent me an Oscar Mayer hot dog maker. I've got a hot dog roller and bun warmer now. Oh, life is good. What kind of medicine does he send you? Uh, the good kind. That's all I'll say. I'm not. I'm not going to perjure myself. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to incriminate myself. He sends me lots of coconut oil. So there you go. Now, I realize that when I take a week off. The world decides to, lot, to like to do a bunch of shit because they don't have me here calling them out. Well, motherfuckers, guess what? Daddy's home, and daddy's fixing the fucking spew. Because I saw this story, and I they, look, look, this is no way the lead story of any show. But it's going to be the lead story of this show. You know, in the last couple weeks of 2022, the D.C. world was shocked. Did it cause you to pass out, or was it from being sick? Uh, I didn't even get to the medicine, so I, I, it wasn't the medicine that did it. I, it was just me, just not, my body hadn't adjusted to, I, I'm still not 100%. I'm about 90% right now. By the way, there's bowl games on today. Rose Bowl's on today. USC plays today. I don't care. I, I hope their quarterback gets hurt because he didn't deserve the Heisman. But the story I want to talk about first, this shakeup in the D.C. world, you know, where they fired Henry Cavill, who I thought was a good Superman. There's a name that's being reported. Are you all ready? 
James Gunn, the guy who's taken over DC movies, horribly, by the way, explained that he wanted to remake Superman and focus on a younger version of the hero that was still a reporter in Metropolis. And one of the leading names to play Superman is Elliot Page. Fuck you too. Yeah, yeah. Elliot Page. Does that name sound familiar? Oh, you you remember Elliot Page best as Juno in the movie Juno? Yeah, the 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 trans, the one that went from girl to boy. Who stands all of five foot one could possibly be the next Superman. I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. This is a true story. I always thought Superman was gay. No, Superman's not gay. He's fucking, he tags Lois in the pooper all the time. He's got to go out on the balcony and, and, and blow his load into space. Otherwise, he'd kill her. Superman using his x-ray vision to melt his tits off. Superman isn't mentally ill. She was shadow cast in the X-Men movies. Yeah, that's right. You shadow cat, yeah. <laughs> Rise says, oh, come on. V. Coop says Ronda Rousey. No, 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 no. Elliot Page. I, 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 when I saw this story, I was like, you fucking pussies. You wait until I'm off of work to report this story? You didn't think there was going to be any blowback on that? Elliot Page as the new Superman. Really? Fucking really? Now, come on. Have... Uh, Yes, he's Superman. I honestly picture Superman to be at least six foot tall, not my height. Yeah, I'm looking at one of the pictures of he, him in the suit. No, Uh uh-uh, no, 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 there is no, there's no justification for this. None. Hollywood hasn't realized, and, and they need to, and they're going to once the studio heads realize, oh, wait a second, I can't buy another yacht? Because the idea of going woke and going broke is real. Alicia, happy 2023. She says, just getting off work. Well, I hope you make it home, get yourself some sleep, get some rest in. You deserve it. Elliot Page. Who are we going to have play Batman then? Wanda Sykes? Did they have to make... Well, I I don't know yet if they're... Elliot Page has not been cast yet. But they're they're the one... I guess they're leading towards that. Good God. I, I swear to God, man. See, and, and, and by the way, Hollywood's not the only one. Hollywood's not the only one to wait until I'm gone to start making all this shit. 
No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Oh, I'll, I'll continue. I'll, I'll go on. You ready for this shit? Uh, the head honcho over at NASA says that China could claim the moon as its own territory and ban U.S. astronauts from touching down. Now, how is that possible? Our flag is already planted there. Is there a Chinese flag on, on China on the moon? How are you gonna How are you gonna call the moon as yours? You can't call the moon yours. This This isn't the old pioneer days in Oklahoma where you get there sooner. Is it gonna be the moon sooners then? This is redonkulous. I know what happens. They all gather around. They're like, hey, Arnie's off this week. Nobody will call us on this bullshit. As long as Peter Ducey doesn't show up, we're good to go. Oh, I'm telling you right now, the world is afraid of two people, Arnie States and Peter Ducey. And Peter Ducey fears me because this is why he doesn't fuck up because I'll call his ass out. NASA completed a lunar orbit in December and hopes to build more permanent presence on the moon by 2025. Now, let me ask this question real quick, just real fast. What, why, what, what? Why are we establishing a base or anything on the moon? I'm also enjoying the African reporter laying into the... Oh, the African guy is fantastic. Who lays into good old Jean-Pierre. I didn't really... Like I said, last week I didn't watch any news, so I don't know how bad Joe Biden fucked up last week, whatever he did. I know he did did something that pissed people off. I just... This guy is such a fucking idiot. He's on vacation again. Tom Cruise will make a shitty movie about it, too, yeah. Is that the black guy's name, Simon? Is that the African reporter, Simon? Okay, I like that dude, yeah. So we got Elliot Page possibly playing Superman. We got the Chinese saying that they want the moon, and I don't blame them. I mean, they can move some of their damn people out there. How about you take all them damn bats you got and you move them onto the fucking moon? That way, the moon can be ravaged with COVID. Oh, wait, that's right. Bats didn't create it. It was a lab. Why would anybody want to live on the moon? Have y'all not seen that movie, The Martian, with Matt Damon? I got to tell you, you know, if my rocket ship left and took off without me, First of all, I'm just going to die. on. I'm not going to try to survive on Mars. You know how much work that is? I need all the rations we got up in the, in the, in the Mars house. I'm probably going to go on the, uh, the, the thing when they, you know, when they broadcast me out to the world. Yep, you're going to see my ass at some point. And I tell you this right now, any crazy Martians come knocking on my door, I'm going to have a 12-gauge. But I don't want no moon people now. Come on, come on, really? All right, enough of that shit. 
maybe this is why we need a moon presence because this has now see this is once again now before anybody fucking runs on and says oh Arnie you're a Trump supporter I'm not going to vote for him in 2024 I'm not I'll tell you that right now I've already made my mind up I just spit Dr. Pepper imagining a weightless Arnie running across the moon after his rocket ship. Guys! Guys! Hey, you forgot me! You fuckers! Um, this is why we need a leader who has a set of balls. North, North Korean leader, Kim Jong Fatty has vowed to expand its nuclear arsenal. He announced this yesterday after three ballistic missiles were fired. He's also threatening more powerful weapons and a spy satellite. Oh, I'd vote for him. Yeah, oh. Look, look. Absolutely, I would vote for him if he was running against Joe, yes. But... If it's between him and Ron DeSantis, I'm going DeSantis. Um, I, I mean, I, I will vote for him then. But I, 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 he is not my choice to be the Republican nominee. It, it, look, it's time to move on. He has no, look, look I, I find it funny that, you know, Three weeks ago, it, it, the biggest story in the world was they subpoenaed Donald Trump for the January 6th hearings. And then last week, I, 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 I saw this like Sunday before I turned off everything. Uh, they rescinded the order for, the, uh, for that. So he, he's not subpoenaed anymore because they realize they don't have anything on him. Yeah, in the primary. Absolutely, arised. Oh, believe me, I'm not ever going to vote for Joe Biden. I would never, I will never vote for that side. It, it, I, I shouldn't say never, but with the candidates that, that are, are out there on the Democratic side, there's nobody I'd vote for. Not one single person. Because we need a leader who will stand up to bullies like Kim Jong-un uh, President Xi in China, who finally came out uh, yesterday and said it was a mistake to do the zero lock or the complete lockdowns. That takes a lot for a Chinese leader to come out and say they made a mistake. I mean, he, the, 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 the first thing he did was said, sorry. Uh, Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Mm-hmm. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. There you go. Uh, it's time to stand up to this fella. It, it, it's time to say enough is enough. I don't know if we put him over somebody's knee and spank him because his daddy didn't. Or do we do the proverbial spanking of just dropping missile after missile after missile after missile on him? You see, they're doing this to us because they want us to live in a world of fear. Okay? There are plenty of people that hear these stories and are scared to death. And, and I don't blame them because you got some fucking psychopath who shot his own uncle with an aircraft missile in charge of nuclear weapons. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't see that ending well. I'd like to see uh, some special forces guys go into Kim Jong-un's house and uh, field dress him like a fucking deer. That's what I'd like to see. I read a great story yesterday about the, uh, the capturing of Saddam Hussein. And one of the guys, that, the guy that was telling the story uh, is one of the only people to ever become a Navy SEAL and then uh, a member of Delta Force. And he was a part of the group that ha- hunted and found uh, uh, Saddam Hussein. And he's a big Texan. They said when they found him, this big Texan punched Saddam in the mouth as hard as he could and says, regards from President Bush. I, that, that just made me tingle on the inside. Man, to think about just somebody fucking, and, and I guess the, the, the guy is like 6'6 six, six or something. He's huge. And he just put a beat down on Saddam. I'm telling you this right now. If I had that chance and, and I got him down, I'd put him in the figure four. Woo! That's what we do. We'd hit him, and I'd put that in there, and Woo! damn right. By the way, did anybody get anybody else get to see John Cena's giant bald spot Friday night? That was pretty damn funny. That was funny. He returned to SmackDown. So Kim Jong-un has got more weapons, and he wants to make nuclear ones now. Boy, I can't think of a better idea for 2023. You know what's going to happen, right? I'm just going to I I'm going to make this prediction, maybe not this year, maybe next year I'll make this prediction. And by the way, I do not I did not have Barbara Walters in my death pool. Hold on, let let, let me uh let me make sure here. Um let's see. Uh let's see. Brittany, Elon, Andrew Tate, Bill Clinton, that was his. Okay, yeah. Where would mine go? I lose mine. I think I lost. Oh wait, no, there they are. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ric Flair, George Soros. No, I did not. I did not. I did not have her in my death pool. Ken Dog, good morning. Happy to hear the show today. Good, good, good. Well, I'm happy to be here today. Feeling good. Feeling ready. Feeling spry. Um, now, before I get back to, uh, things that happened while I was gone, you know, people trying to get away with, they, they, people are trying to fuck around and today they're finding out. Where the hell, where did that story go? Oh, that's what I need. I need the word profilers. There it is. Um, this Idaho story. Four dead college students just gutted among just horrible crime scene um, were murdered in their house about a, about two months ago. Finally, finally, they arrested a subject last week. Uh, let's give the guy's name. Brian Christopher Kohlberg, Berger. Uh, a Ph.D., he's pursuing a Ph.D. in criminology um, at nearby Washington State, which is close to Idaho. The stories that, that are going around about him, 
he, he they, they caught him in Pennsylvania. Now, the white Nissan or the white car, the, the Hyundai that they, they saw driving away, he was in that because his dad flew back to Washington State to accompany his son on the 2,000-mile cross-country trip back home. One of his professors reveals he was a brilliant student and one of the smartest she's ever had. Says she was shocked as shit he's been arrested for the murders. He was studying forensics, DNA, and other evidence prosecutors uh, to use uh, secure convictions uh, in his criminology class just two weeks before the killings. One of his old classmates said this guy had so many red flags up, it was unbelievable. I'm blown away that they caught this guy. He's been on the lam now for two months. Uh, from what I understand, Jen, Jen says they arrest him, but I've not heard. I, from what I, he left some DNA. Now I don't know if that was, if it was saliva. I don't know if it was, um, or blood of his own. They said they did find some DNA at the crime scene, which led them to this fella. Still no murder weapon. And I believe he's waiving extradition, which I, I, I'm not sure if that means he's not going to be extradited. I'm, I'm sure that they'll get him in Idaho. This has been a fascinating story. Uh, they aren't going to say until the trial. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Do I think he did it? Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean it takes a – look, look. He outsmarted the FBI's behavioral analysis unit. And I know that I'm a big fan of Criminal Minds, but that is where the smartest of the smart law enforcers, law enforcement go. I know they're a part of the FBI, and we, we like to, to pick on the FBI, but they're their own branch of the FBI, pretty much. And to be able to get away from those people for, for two months, this guy is incredibly smart. I can't think that this moron left DNA back. There's got to be something else. We'll see, though. But at least they have somebody in custody, and those families now can hopefully get their, their justice. We'll see. I don't know if there's any justice for losing a child unless you get to kill the person. That'd be okay by me. Anybody stay up till midnight? I, I, the only reason why I was up is because I fell asleep earlier and I got to watch the end of the uh, the Georgia game or, or whoever that was at Georgia. Yeah, it was Georgia Ohio State. I watched the end of that. I saw the ball drop. I was like, okay, I can go to sleep now. An hour earlier. But I guess that there was a Times Square jihadist. Trevor Bickford of Wells, Maine, is accused of slashing two New York cops with a machete. He was arrested with a chilling manifesto. 
told his brother, who's a soldier, you joined the ranks of my enemy, ordered family to convert to Islam to avoid hellfire, and apologized to his mama for not having been a good enough son. The attack happened around 10 o'clock near Times Square. A rookie cop and another cop were injured. I heard one was stabbed in the head. Uh, I was happy to hear they told the families the day before they were about to rest. Dude, that's cool. Good. Good for them. You see, what happened? What's happening right now in America is not surprising to me. Wait, wait, wait till you hear the next story because new laws went into place yesterday. Wait till you hear about. Uh, I, I don't even want to get ahead of myself. Um. This is why we need a strong leader in office. I don't know about you. I'm growing very, very tired, very tired of North Korea flashing their dick at us, China doing the same, Russia. All these places think they're big and bad. When are we going to let the big dog hunt? When are we going to let the baddest dog in the yard out? Because y'all are asking for it. In the immortal words of Aldo Reigns in the movie Inglorious Bastards, oblige. They keep asking for it. It's like Kim Jong-un saying, hey, America, we're going to build nuclear weapons until you stop us. Okay, well, we're about to stop you. Fuck you. I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm tired. The stupidity in this country is running at a level I've never seen before. Here you go. I'm just going to tell you the fucking... This is so insane to me. So insane. Oh, that's what I wanted to look up. Hold on a second here. Um... We have an update here. Uh, let's see. News. Okay. That's three weeks ago. Let's see. Let's go to Chicago News. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find out how many people were shot and murdered in, in Chicago over the holiday week, and I imagine it was a lot. Well... <coughs> Illinois law enforcement has gotten their hands tied because of the new most dangerous laws that are going into effect. The new Safety Act is now in effect. What is the new Safety Act? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, It overhauled the Illinois justice system with provisions like limiting when defendants can be deemed flight risks. And this is my favorite one right here. Are you ready? Allowing defendants under electronic monitoring to leave their home for 48 hours before they can be charged with escape. The state Supreme Court has uh, put a stay on the other part of this safety act, the elimination of cash bail. 
Thank God somebody's using their minds up there. But I want you to think about this. I mean, seriously, think about this. You've got an ankle monitor on, and you're going to be allowed for two days. Two days. Before it's a crime. My prediction is this, that there will be a record number of pickups of cut-off electronic monitors at airport trash cans all over the Illinois area. How are you going to stop them? Hmm? Yeah, you give them two days. Well, they're not back yet, so... Well, we're monitoring it. It looks like he's at the airport, and he's been there for, I don't know... 96 hours? No, no, he's gone. And if they did not pass the bill while playing the safety dance song, so disappointing. I, 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 I literally, I'm dumbfounded. Um, a sheriff, uh, Oakland, Orland Park Mayor Keith Pecrew. Says when I said this is the most dangerous law I've ever seen, I believe it. And now you're telling criminals, hey, you get two days off. What are we doing? Are are, are we buying into this bullshit that the crybabies say? Look, look here. You want to say that our legal system is 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 horrible and it was it's just another form of slavery i i first of all i don't have time for that okay do you want to know why there's so many black people in jail i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you why it's real easy i i i don't know if anybody has picked up on this yet or not there's so many black people in jail because they commit crimes now i'm not talking about all black people i'm just talking about the black people that are in prison those people committed crimes to go to prison. Well, only they have a lower population than us, yet they have a way higher population in prisons. Yes, because they break the law more than anybody else. And your point is what? Well, well white, people, white people are in jail. White people are in prison. No, not at the same rate because, well, white people don't commit as many crimes as black people. Or, I'm sorry. White people don't get caught committing crimes as much as black people. I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm not trying to be mean-spirited. I'm not trying to, to put down the, the, the black contingent in society. I'm just giving you facts. Are there some people in prison that shouldn't be there? Absolutely. We've seen case after case, and they're not all the black people. Plenty of Hispanics that are in jail that shouldn't be. Plenty of black people. Plenty of white people in jail that shouldn't be. The idea that there's no cash bail. In California, you can steal up to a, a $999 without... You know what? I didn't think when I was there. I should have gone into a Macy's with a hammer and just started breaking that and stealing all their expensive watches. It's ridiculous. Nobody does anything. 
Next Step Criminals will be demanding their two days off or paid. I mean, it's only fair. It is only fair. Oh, to be fair. To be fair. By the way, this seasonal letter, Kenny, sucked. God, it was bad. It's a rough season to watch. Wayne didn't even fight this year. I didn't like that. We're going to allow people that are on house arrest to leave the house for two days. That makes zero sense. Do we let prisoners leave prison for two days? No. No, it's not an escape attempt. They were just going out for some pizza. You see, that's what house arrest is. You don't get to go out for pizza. It's like being in jail in your house. Alicia says, I lost interest in Letterkenny, sadly. Yeah, oh, it was. this season was bad. The Marines do something. You see them catch those robbers in the mall? I have not seen that. No, look, hey, hey, here's the thing. I'm, I'm in favor of vigilante justice when it comes to these people. I don't know about you. I'm tired of watching the videos of... Whatever, if it's Ulta or if it's an Apple store where these people go in there and they steal everything and they push people around, boy, I, I dare you to come into an Apple store when I'm in there. I don't go into Apple stores that often. But if I was in there and they started that, oh, it'd be on. I'm sure the Apple employees would be like, no, just let them steal it. Just let them steal it. I'd be like, fuck you. Are you going to let them steal it? Well, then I want one too, motherfucker. Oh, my. Joe Biden believes Secret Service, lie, Secret Service lied about White House dog bite incident. Claims the agents are pro-MAGA. Really? Your dog bit two black Secret Service agents, and now you're blaming it on Trump. That's awesome. That is fantastic. You, my friend, are a great dog owner. All right, let's see. You sent me to see Rise. Let's go to the link here. California Marine recruiters help take down smash and grab suspects in L.A. area mall. Okay, let's watch this shit. All right, there we go. Oh, they're trying to rob somebody on the street. There they go. Yep. All right, they're in their car. They're driving away. We're the Marines. They they just rode away. Oh, there they. Oh, okay. I I didn't see that one. There they are. Ooh, shit! The Marines were in uniform too, and they put them pucks down. That's awesome. That's good shit right there. Oh, I don't believe that my dog bit anybody. You know what? See, this this is why I don't like Joe Biden. Biden was concerned that MAGA sympathizers had become embedded in the ranks of the Secret Service, the same agents tasked with the protection of his life, according... How dare you? How fucking dare you, Joe Biden? I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, it, it's one thing to... 
I admire the Secret Service agents. I do. Because they are willing to die for a man or woman in this country that they might not support politically, but it's their job. How dare you say something like that? By the way, he came out over the... I, I know that he came out over the break and said that he was disappointed in the Gold Star families that they shunned him. Um... Excuse me? Baking powder? They shunned you, Joe, first of all, because you're a babbling buffoon that took their children and left Afghanistan and then said, whoa, 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 we got to send you back. And you send them into a hostile area and they were murdered. So the family's probably upset with you on that. And then, and then, while on the tarmac welcoming those 12 brave Marines, you stopped and you checked your watch. Mm-mm-mm. The dog bit someone six days in a row. Well, he he only bit MAGA supporters. Joe Biden's losing his mind. I I, I know we've been saying that forever, but to come out and do say shit like this, well, I'm worried about these Secret Service agents. They don't have my back. I only want Democrats to, to protect me. Oh, you mean the ones that don't know how to use guns? Okay, good. He's setting the narrative that the Secret Service or MAGA and won't protect him so he can try to pull off his fake assassination attempt. Yeah, maybe. I guess now I know what, I mean, in my opinion, they're wrong about the way they felt about Trump. But now I know how the left felt about Trump because I hate Joe Biden. I, I, I wish nothing but bad things to happen to the current president. He's, he's a horrible human being. He had a sit-down interview with that weird tranny that's like the White House correspondent now or whatever. And she comes on and she goes, this is my 132nd day as a woman. Joe Biden goes, ah, God bless you. Show you fucking retard. Oh, by the way, by the way, I do have a New Year's uh, resolution. I know I said I don't make them, and I usually don't. Um, I will no longer, and I try not to do this as it is. Sometimes I do, though, and, and it's wrong. Whenever we're talking about somebody with Down syndrome, I will not call them retards anymore because I respect them too much. People with Down syndrome are amazing people. And if you give them enough time, they, 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 they become wonderful members of society, contributing members of society. It's not like the old days where we lock them in a room and things like that. So when it comes to I, I'm still going to use the word retard. I'm not, I, the, the word retard is too good in my vocabulary. But I will not use that anymore. So uh, it, it, when, And I, like I said, I tried not to, and I might have to retire a joke or two, but it's okay. 
but Joe Biden is a retard. He, he, is, t- he is completely retarded. By the way, I saw somebody throw out a good question this week. I loved it. I, 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 it was on Twitter. I was asking uh, if Megan Rapinoe and other U.S. women's soccer players, would they stand for people like Leah Thomas in the soccer world? Think about that. The United States women's team, all of a sudden a couple of the men from the men's team that played in the World Cup, they decide, hey, we're going we're gonna to change to trans. And they take roster spots away from maybe, I don't know, a couple of, you know, Megan Rapinoe's gal pals. I'd like to see how she feels. See, I, what I want is a civil war inside the, the, the alphabet mafia. That's what I want. Uh, growth in 2023, I like it. Downies are really amazing people. We normal folk can learn a thing or two from, yes, yes, we can. And I, and I try not to call them retards too much unless, you know, it's, it, I'm speaking fast or something. But, yeah, they're truly incredible human beings. All right, last story here. Uh, oh, no, 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 I got one more. I got one more, and it's, it, it's good news to report um, after the, this one. New York State has become the sixth U.S. state to greenlight human composting laws. Now, what does this mean? Now, I'm going to tell you what it means. Um, Democratic Governor Kathy Hochschul Signed legislation uh, on Saturday. Washington was the first state to legalize human composting, followed by Colorado, Oregon, Vermont, and, of course, California. So you, you, you throw the, the dead carcass in a bag. Um, I'm sorry, into a reusable vessel. Stand for her to help put on her jockstrap because Leah Thomas is still with penis. Very true. You mean human waste, please? No, no, no. I do not mean human waste, Hangtown. Um, that when you die, they stick your carcass in a reusable vessel, a bag, along with plant materials such as wood chips, alfalfa, and straw. The organic mix creates the perfect habitat for naturally occurring microbes to do their work, quickly and efficiently breaking down the body in about a month's time. The end result is a cubic yard stack of nutrient-dense soil amendment. The equivalent of about 36 bags of soil can be used to plant trees or enrich conservation lands, forests, and gardens. Oh, the body of a person, somehow that's much better than shit. I don't know. I mean, if, if I were to stick, you know, like my dad's dead carcass in my backyard, I would never want to go in my backyard again. Well, of course it's going to break down quicker. He's in a bag. They ain't in a box no more. 
Now, Jen, you say you're okay with that. Let me ask you this. Let's say one day you're out there, and I don't, I, don't, I don't know your neighborhood, and I don't know if you know your neighbors or you can see in your neighbor's backyard, but let's pretend like you can see in your neighbor's backyard. All of a sudden, you're at the window, and you can see in the backyard, and everybody's dressed up, and you're kind of paying attention, and there's a body in a bag, and they stick it in the ground right next to your house. You okay with that? I'm going to be freaking out. I'm calling law enforcement. Imagine how many fucking trees you can make dirt for. Well, that's what we call flyover states. We've already got enough dirt. Dirt's the one thing we don't need more of. Don't see a lot of dirt, you know, crises. So dumb. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm putting my dad in my backyard. Oh, that's lovely. All right, final story, and this is actually good news. Somebody's actually using a brain cell in California. Judge of the Sacramento Superior Court ruled on Friday and has blocked a proposed law in California that would uh, give the state authority to negotiate the wages for fast food workers. The block is dependent on the outcome of a proposed referendum pushed by fast food giants to stomp out the proposed changes. This is where, where California a few months ago said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to force any restaurant that has more than 100 locations to pay your employees $25 an hour. Now, I don't know where they get off saying they can get away with that, but they can and they did. I can see this. I, I can see the government stepping in in something that was regulated by the government, maybe, when it comes to pay. But as far as, as telling a business what they can and can't charge, unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm fine with it as long as they have this whole thing with a proper second line. Make it a fucking party. Okay, all right. If you want to be in the party, there you go. I don't want to have a bunch of dead bodies in my backyard, so. So there you go. All those people thinking they're starting to make them bank at fast food restaurants. Not so fast. Sorry, Charlie. All right, phone number is 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
Shouting, go up, tell it on. 
trade in human history was Brittany Griner for the Merchant of Death, an arms dealer from Russia that was responsible for hundreds of American deaths. We all agreed, worst trade in the history of trades. Uh, Fred says, Jesus, I felt that over here in Oklahoma. You okay, big guy? Yeah, oh, it's rough. This is a story about Attic A-D-I-K, the pit bull. Um, 
The American Pitbull Terrier was taken in June to Asvital Iron and Steelworks, and it was given as the uh, to the head of the Chetanshian Rosman Kadrov as a trophy. Now they stole this dog from, I guess, from a, a, a service member in Ukraine. They used a Ukrainian servicewoman's dog, and now. The dog has been traded in a prisoner swap, which 140 Ukraine soldiers were freed from Russia. So, so Russia is bad at trading, too. I guess Joe Biden must have called and said, hey, look, you got their dog. How about you give up, I don't know, a couple thousand of their, 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 their soldiers? Oh, no, not da, no. We will give up 140 soldiers per one dog. (laughs) What'd you get traded for? A dog? I mean, and and I'm not putting dogs down. I love dogs. I, I mean, I'd want 140 soldiers for Bubba, too. I mean, they, they could be little green army men soldiers, though. I would take that in a trade for Bubba. What is wrong with these countries? Uh, I'd have emptied San Quentin to get my pup back. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just think, you know, in war and things like that, yeah, maybe make the trades a little bit better. But, hey, the guy got his dog back, or the gal got her dog back, which is fantastic. That's good news. I still think it's a bad trade. I mean, you should have gotten at least 200 fucking people back for the dog. (sighs) All right. Uh, You know, let's get to this bullshit with fucking the the Royals. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm so tired of fucking having to fucking cover this shit. And I'm only doing this because next week, it, and we'll see next week if any bombshells are released. A new report today out of England says Harry and William will never reconcile after the book. Insiders say the tell-all lets King Charles off lightly but is tough on Will and even throws a broadside shot at Kate. We're going to get Bubba a sheep a doodle. Well, you're going to be getting that. Uh, next time, Joe will trade an ISIS member for a high five. No shit. So uh, I watched the first three episodes of the Harry and Megan thing where she calls him H, and I think she's calling for heroin all the time. Um, and. It was it was three episodes of their whirlwind romance. There was nothing big about the the royal family, and and I was so put off by it I couldn't watch the other three. We keep hearing all, about all this salacious shit that's in that Kate and William or, or not Kate and William, um, that Harry and Meghan, the Markles.
they have all this juicy material and they, they, they have the truth and they know the truth and they're going to report the truth. So help them God. Here comes the king. You can't handle the truth. Very true. Is he trying to take down the monarchy single-handedly for his mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anybody thought that? I did a lot of critical thinking over the week while I was gone. Thought about the quarterback at the University of Texas, Quinn, uh, Quinn Evers. How he came out at the beginning of the season, he was on fire. Playing great against Arkansas until he got hurt. And then he hasn't been worth a shit the rest of the season. I think he's afraid to get hit. I think he's a big scaredy cat. And I've been thinking about this. I think, I, I, I think Harry, such a mama's boy, nothing wrong with that. But he's going to try to tear down the, the monarchy and he's going the right way. I mean, he started with racism. Next will be the pedophiles. He's going to have to talk about his uncle, Uncle Andrew, plus all the other pedophiles that are in that place, and you know there's probably a bunch. Douglas says, I will not be watching that garbage. Thanks for taking one for the team. It's my job. I say Megan and Kate settle this in a cream corn wrestling match. Okay. All right. I don't find either one of the – to me, they both are – I guess it's because – don't take this the wrong way, but there aren't a lot of good-looking British gals. You know, you, you think about it. You, you think about British women. You got Liz Her- Elizabeth Hurley, very hot. But, like, British women – aren't the hottest. And, you know, when we give them, like, you know, Meghan Markle, it's like we're giving a sixth. And she's, she's in England, 11. In America, maybe a six. It'll come out to Prince Andrew touched Harry. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Kate, oh, Kate is an American. I'll say she's a five. England, she's about an eight or a nine. My wife made me watch that shit about the Markles. She doesn't sound sincere at all. No, she didn't. No, no, she she was very smug. And I find it I find it so just it's so awesome to watch this. And there are people in this documentary like Serena Williams. Oh, my friend. Bitch, you didn't know her until she got engaged. Don't give me that bullshit. You didn't know her until she started hanging out with fucking royalty. I mean, Meghan Markle is the perfect example of Cinderella. At least Kate seemed decent. Kate, to me, is the embodiment of that role, is that she's just going to sit there and support her husband, who is the future king. And good for her. I ain't got no problem with her. None whatsoever. Meghan Markle, though, she is... 
she's had a purpose this entire time. And look, I'm no fan of the 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 monarchs and and the way they run their thing over there. But they're they're happy with it. People in Great Britain love the royal family. The royal family is like the original Kardashians, minus the plastic surgery. And the Kardashians are the royal family, minus the incest. Possibly. But the people in Great Britain love them. They line the streets for them. They love this whole idea that they still have a king and queen. I I guess. I don't know what it is. I'm tired of it. I'm sure the rest of the world is tired of it, too. Good old Harry wrote a book. What a dummy. I, I mean, think about it. You know, do you know the King of England owns all the dolphins? Like, that are in England? Like, in the waters there in England? The, the king owns them. How cool is that, that you own a dolphin? And I'm not talking about, like, you, you know, not Bob Greasy. I'm talking about an actual, like, flipper. I think it's pretty cool. What about Adele? Oh, damn it, Stackar. Fucking I get this out of the way this year. Hello. Hello. It's me. Are you owned by the king? I was wondering if after all no. these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't want to meet. But thank you. I appreciate that. I tell you what, man, I'd have a blast as king. I'm going to find out what kind of fucking people I can, like, beat up and stuff that's legal for me to torture and do stuff to. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be ruling with an iron fist. I ran over many of the queen's pheasants. Oh, she owns all that shit. They, they, there's an ATM. By the way, why does the king need an ATM in, in, in the palace? Well, they got a Taco Bell in there, and he needs a 20 real quick to, to slip the guy some money? I, I'm, I'm really doubting that, that when King Charles goes to, you know, what, what is that, uh, Seville Row, where the tailor shops are, where all the finest tailors in the world are, I'm betting he's not worried about which, you know, Amex card he's bringing with him. He's the king. I get fitted for a bunch of suits. I'd be like, as king, I decree I am worthy of these suits and I shall not pay for them. He rules with an iron fist and is fisting with an iron rule. Yes, very true. It's for the vending machines. Oh, blimey, so I could go for a Snickers. Daddy, Daddy, will you get me a Milky Way? (laughs) 
there are reports this morning, and I, I've looked into them, and I can't find a whole lot of, of stories about it. Uh, but allegedly, Kanye West is missing, and so is Britney Spears. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but the, the, the stories are out there that, that she's selling her Calabasas house already. There's somebody else missing, and it's the short guy that runs Scientology. No, not Tom Cruise. No, no, no. This David Miscavige guy, he's the leader of the Church of Scientology, and he stands about four foot nine. He, he, he is shorter than Tom Cruise. I've seen them on stage together. Um, process servers have tried to serve him over the last four months 27 times with a federal trafficking lawsuit that names him as a defendant according to the records. Security guards, the court filing state, refused to accept documents from the process servers, declined to answer questions, and said they did not know where Miscavige lived or worked, despite him being the existential leader of the organization. Um, this case is about allegations from three former Scientologists who say they were trafficked into the church's children and then forced to work adulthood for little or no pay. And Miscavige cannot be bothered to be uh, questioned about this and has been missing. Now, he's not missing. He's just not letting anybody in. Brittany and Kanye are in the death pool this year. Oh, I know it. King Chuck doesn't bring credit cards with him. He just brings his treasury secretary to pay the cashier. I've watched a couple documentaries on, on Scientology and church and things like that. And, and I've said on this show a number of times, I'm never going to tell somebody they're wrong about whatever they believe in religious-wise, unless you're a Scientologist. Look here. I know that the story in the Bible isn't the greatest. I, I mean, it, it's the greatest story ever told. But let's remember, it is a story. It was written by man, and we all know that man is fallible. But a man who lived on earth 2,023 years ago, turned water into wine, he turned water into wine, woo! He could walk on water. Woo! We're talking about the nature boy, Jesus Christ. The, the, this whole idea, the Scientology thing. At least they got the one thing about organized religion, right? The, the, the more money that you give, the higher you'll raise in the, rise in the church. It's a strange religion. I mean, you sit there and you, you hold on to electronic things and they judge shit. And then if you try to get out, they come and they badmouth you. And 
I mean, that, that, that's as close to as Pentecostal church as I can see. We had this, uh, we, we, we had, I remember my first pastor. Like, we didn't go to church until I was about eight, and that's when Dad got sober. And he replaced alcoholism with Jesusism and going to AA meetings. So he was doing good. And I remember going to church and, and, and you know, getting officially baptized at like nine. And I remember I didn't really care for it that much. And the main reason why is at Pentecostal church, you're told you're going to hell. For whatever things you want to do in life, you're going to hell for. It was never my favorite message that it was you're going to hell, but it was my church, and, and, and I got to go. We had our first pastor. His name was Ed Roush. I'll never forget. He played AAA baseball and was one of the finest human beings I ever met. He's a nice man, a lot of fun. And people gravitated towards my dad because my dad was a piano player and people liked hanging out with my dad. So that's how I got close to the pastor. Some people didn't like him and they decided to set up rumors about him and had him thrown out of the church. And I'll never forget it, being there on one of the only Sunday night services that I had to attend because we all had to vote. I voted to keep him. What did the priest do at Sunday school? Prayed. I get it. This whole Scientology crap. You follow a guy who was a science fiction writer. And you salute his picture on stage. I got to tell you, what a bunch of wackos. Hey, keep practicing. I'm not. I, I don't want to see you lose your your tax. Well, I, I would like to see you lose your tax exemption because I don't think you got that the correct way. But uh, hey, keep keep doing you. That just means I got more seats at the table up in heaven. I I, I mean honestly, I think about this whole Scientology shit and the rings of the rings of the Mormons. Hell, at least the Mormons use part of the right book. Fucking Scientologists, their Bible is fucking, was it Dianetics or, or by, by L. Ron Hubbard? I'm glad as a kid I never ordered that book, man. Can you imagine if I ordered that book, I'd still be getting shit from fucking Scientology. But this guy's missing. They say he's missing. He's 62 years old. If you're looking for him, he's got a, he's a clean-cut white fella. Stands about four foot nine, and has tons and tons of money. And he ain't gonna get found. I'm just telling you the truth, brother. Ain't getting found. Now I read this story, and and I was like, what the fuck? One of my all-time favorite movies. Because the story's great, and there's a, a twist in there, and that's the movie Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club, don't talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club, see number one. Third rule of Fight Club is fuck around and find out. Courtney Ludd stood by her claims that Brad Pitt had her fired from Fight Club 
after he wanted to, to be involved and play Kurt Cobain in a biopic movie. And she was like, no. So he said, well, fuck you then. You're fired. Now, I got to say this right now. One of my all-time favorite characters from movies is in the movie Fight Club. And this is back when, when Helena Bonham Carter was hot. She's no longer hot because Tim, Tim Burton fucking ruined her. But some of the most genius lines ever were created by her. Ruined everything. This is cancer, right? She was a liar. Marla. Her lie reflected my lie. Three, that's six. What about the seventh day? I want to send it. We split them up. That was the idea, remember? No, see, I don't like that. Where, where, where's the deleted scenes? The deleted scenes are the greatest. Uh, let's see. Ending scene, deleted and alternative scenes. I, ha I have to see if they have the Marlowe one. Oh, here we go. My God. I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. <laughs> How could Tyler not go for that? Night before last, he was splicing sex organs into Cinderella. That's one of my favorite lines ever from a movie. My God, I haven't been fucked like that. <laughs> and the shit that came out of this woman's mouth that I ain't never heard. I want to have your abortion. <laughs> How could Tyler not go for that? Night before last. Oh, my God. Marla Singer is one of the greatest characters ever in a movie. Always smoking. And by the way, I did not know this, uh, but in every scene of the movie Fight Club, there is a Starbucks container. Very true. Did he lose his head just like Kurt? She looks like Tim Burton now. She really does. I, I remember when I saw this movie, I thought Helena Bonham Carter was so hot. And now to see her, oof, that's rough trade there. She was she was so good though in that movie. And by the way, if you've never seen the movie Fight Club, I implore you to to get it and watch all the DVD extras. I believe there's another alternative scene where she says she hadn't been fucked like that since she was a Girl Scout. Oh, that's so fantastic. But Courtney Love was supposed to have that fucking role. I, I tell you this right now. That movie would have sucked with Courtney Love in it. Courtney Love would have been terrible. It's the one bad part about the people versus Larry Flint was her. Woody Harrelson, great. Edward Norton, great. Courtney Love, bag of shit. They should have had they should have had Helena Bonham Carter fucking play that too. Uh, let's see. Uh, on the podcast, I recount the day Brad and Gus Van Zant called me from lunch and tried to blackmail me over my role for the rights of a film about Kurt. I lost my shit on them, and by seven, I was fired from Fight Club. Every word of this is factual. Well, okay. 
Hey, well, that's the way it works. If, if Brad Pitt wants to fucking star in a movie, you're going to let Brad Pitt star in a damn movie. I think Brad Pitt could have pulled that off. Maybe. Now he's too old. No way he could do it now. He could play like Kurt Cobain's dad now. Oh, it's just so funny. The actors and the egos in Hollywood. He wants to make a movie about your dead husband, and you're saying no. Okay. I don't know if anybody uh, paid attention to this uh, over the break. I saw it, and uh, I've got the story now. Uh, Quote-unquote influencer. I don't know what that means, if that means new form of celebrity or what. Um, Andrew Tate was raided by uh, Romanian police this weekend. And it came a day after uh, he got into a Twitter fight with uh, good old Greta Thunberg, you know, the the 18-year-old that knows everything. How dare you? No, how dare you, you little fucking skank. Why can't you do it? Why couldn't you have just been a kid? Well... Andrew Tate decided to tweet at her while he was filling up one of his Bugattis and said, hey, uh, Greta Thunberg, this is one of my 30 cars I have. Uh, My footprint is huge, all this kind of stuff. And then she kind of nailed him when she says, uh, he, he says, hey, send me your personal email. That way I can send you more photos. She goes, yeah, sure thing, at littledickenergy.com. I think it was Little Dick Energy at fuckoff.com or something like that. So he's going back and forth with her, and he does a video where he's smoking a cigar, sitting there with a robe on. He's got two pizza boxes in front of him. Well, from what I understand, Romanian police have been gathering evidence on him. They'll want you to think it's a, a SWAT. He's been swatted like somebody called the SWAT team saying he had this, that, and the other. Because that's happened to him before. The difference with this one is he will spend the next 30 days in a Romanian jail. Yeah, Greta did say that. She tweeted that out. She served his ass up. Well, they saw the pizza boxes, the Romanian police, because they've been wanting to arrest or detain Andrew Tate. They saw the pizza boxes, and the pizza boxes... We're from a local place in Romania. Pretty much signaling that he was at his house, and the police showed up, knocked on the door, took he and his brother, and they were arrested on uh, human trafficking. We'll see what happens. He's going to be in jail for the next 30 days. If you've seen tweets from him, They're not from him. They're obviously from his team that tweets for him. Ken Dog says, fake news. Okay, Ken Dog, why is that fake news? I'll wait for you to explain to me. Well, I don't don't care about Andrew Tate. I, I think it's all shtick that he does anyway. Due to the fact that 
I don't know what he does for a living. He says he owns this, he owns that, he's a trillionaire, he does all this kind of stuff. But what does he do? You got to do something to become a trillionaire. I mean, even Steve Jobs wasn't a trillionaire, and I think Steve Jobs is probably a little bit smarter than Andrew Tate. Now, am I offended by the things that Andrew Tate says? No. I don't, it, I, I'm not offended easily. I'm not offended hardly ever. I think it's just shtick. He's a badass, a black belt. All right. Uh, do I think he did it? I don't know. He has been released, and the Polish government said the pizza box was not the reason they found him. Well, he wasn't in Poland. He was in Romania. She's annoying, but I think it made him look stupid. Everything is saying he's being held in custody. Every report out there. Uh, Let's see. uh, The conditions, blah, blah, blah. Both Tate and Tristan are being held in a shabby, cramped cell measuring 15 meters, which was a hole in the ground, a toilet set in an open cubicle that also doubles as a shower. Here is his lawyer. Uh, the court issued a warrant for 30 days. The court will decide after appeal what the final decision is. So they, the, the court did decide, and they, they've arrested him for 30 days. That's what I was thinking, Arnie. I thought the fake news was Andrew Tate himself. His character screams con man. Yeah, they, look, they... I'm not offended by what the shit he says uh, about women. He's a misogynistic jerk, okay? So what? By the way, that's not illegal. I I just want to point out, it's not illegal to be misogynistic. Now, if you put that into play and he only hires, you know, big boob chicks, then we can start to have a conversation. But when he goes on the internet, <laughs> that's a five-star hotel in India, you know, and he brags about being a trillion. See, you, you can find out a lot about people when they brag about all the shit they have and, and his car collection and all that kind of stuff. Look, his dad was a, a chess master who was in the military who might have made a lot of money and willed it down to his kids. And this guy has, you know, a few million dollars. Look, look, the thing is, when, when you're him and you can go and do this stuff and you can allegedly write it off and you got millions of followers. Let's see. Ken Dog sent me a link. Let's see what this says. All right. Andrew Taste, uh, arrest inspires misinformation, memes, and defenders online. Uh, following the arrest... Uh, Flooded with memes, misinformation. He has 10 million followers across platforms. Has become a polarizing figure. Uh, Romanian law enforcement said Tate and his brother, along with two Romanian citizens, recruited women by misrepresenting their intention to have a romantic relationship, then moved and housed them in Romania. Law enforcement said the women were then forced to create pornographic content to a group online. Authorities said that the news release had been contact with six alleged victims. Tate has denied the allegations. On a since-deleted page on his website, Tate wrote that he had become a multimillionaire through his webcam studio.
Thank you for confirming your email address that you have a small penis at Greta Thunberg. The world was curious, and I do agree you should get a life. Um, but here's the thing. I, I don't. He's a social media influencer. That's all he is. Okay, he, he's, he's nothing. He has 10 million followers. Well, the Paul brothers have a lot more than that. I mean, you, you think about all the followers that some of these people have. His 10 million is a good number, great number. I'd, I'd kill for it. <clears throat> guy's a dirtbag. And by the way, he wasn't that good a kickboxer. I mean, he won a few fights, but his last couple fights, he got the shit beat out of him. This fucking guy. I'm a trillionaire. And, and he has to pronounce every single consonant when he talks. He's worse than Avery Johnson. Do I, la- I laugh at a lot of his stuff. I think, I, I, I think to me, he's just a... To me, he's just as much of a cartoon as Alex Jones is, really. I know at least two people <laughs> you can kill. Oh, so do I. I know a lot more than that. But, yes, we'll, we'll start with those. Andrew Tate, though, look, look. I think it's wrong they banned him on Twitter. I think it's wrong they banned him on the, the whole idea, and, and YouTube is doing this now a lot, too. I know I ask this question all the time. Maybe 2023 is when we take it back. Um, when did we become so soft as a society that we let people who aren't celebrities, people like Andrew Tate, who has no really redeeming qualities about himself, Why is he one of the biggest quote-unquote celebrities in the world? Because he does stupid shit on, on social media or because he talks this way, it's his shtick. But we're so soft because this guy comes out and he says bad things and people get their feelings hurt. Is leaving the prison after getting as he's dancing. Well, all the other reports are saying that he's still in jail, so I I, I don't know. And by the way, don't care. I'm tired of all these. I and it was the Kardashians that started all this bullshit. I mean, come on. We used to have celebrities that had talent. We used to have people that could sing, they could dance, they could act, they could make people laugh, they could do impressions, what have you. That's, that's what talent is. And that's why they become celebrities. It's because we like their talent. I had to tell this to uh, dog shit one time because I thanked the listeners on the air for my job as I thank the ass family for my job as much as I possibly can as well, 
due to the fact that my talent opened the door for me. My talent, my, my ability to find levity in, in a lot of hard situations is what opened the door for me. Now, the people, the listeners, they had to like what I was saying. And, and, and dog shit, you say, oh, your talent, your talent, you, 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 you should never uh, thank the audience. They didn't do anything. Well, they actually did. The audience listened. Listening is a verb. That means they're doing something. There's an action involved there. And if they didn't like me, they wouldn't listen. This is why listeners are the most important thing that you can have in radio or any kind of broadcast format. You need people to watch and listen to you. Andrew Tate, to me, seems like he would have the same tendencies as dog shit. Say, oh, I, I, I got all this on my own. In a way, you did, but those fans really helped out a lot, too, because you don't have a talent. You're a failed kickboxer. We became soft uh, as a society when a radio DJ got persecuted for saying he would throw a shoe. Part of me wants to agree with that. You know how I was telling you I did some reflective thought while I was on break? And I thought about this. Because it's my generation, Generation X, the greatest generation there ever was. Next to, you know, well, since the, the, the greatest generation, you know, the one that saved the world for everybody. And then there was Gen X. Gen X is responsible for the world today. Meaning the soft pussies that are in the world today. Because it was my generation that started this whole trophy for everybody thing. That was when the true downfall of society started was the very, very first participation trophy. And I thought to myself, wait a second, as a kid, we were all enamored with playing and winning, and if we won, we got a trophy. We were a competitive generation. But then, then I, th- that's when the critical thinking started, and... <laughs> Not everybody in my generation was a winner. It's impossible. There have to be losers. The losers, which are going to be a lot more than the winners, because that's just the way it works. The losers didn't like losing. Nobody likes losing. First of all, I'll just tell you this right now. There's nothing I hate more than losing. I know I've gone on this tirade a number of times on this show, but, you know, the first show of 2023, we need to set this in stone. Can't have winners without losers. Amen to that. But my generation said, well, let's get rid of that. When they first started the participation trophy. I'm not down with participation trophy. I was asked one time to help coach a peewee football team, and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll get them, like, uh, I'm going to get them skull and crossbone uh, stickers to put on their helmet whenever they make a big play. 
this is what I told the guy when he asked me to help coach. I said, yes, you know, I'll put the stickers on. He goes, well, here's the thing. You can't put stickers on because you can't reward one kid without rewarding the other kids. What, huh? Yeah, yeah, because some kids will feel bad about it. Well, then maybe they should fucking practice harder. And he goes, look, Arnie, I don't disagree with you. I said, well, I can't coach in there. I can't do it. So I'm not having any part of this. Not having a part of the pro tip, pro, uh, pro, uh, participation trophies. Don't want any part of that. These are all the losers from my generation who had kids who said, no, you will not feel as bad as we felt. See, this is what happened. This is what happened. My generation. There were kids that lost, and then they quit sports because they didn't like losing. You know why? Because maybe they got yelled at by the coach. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there right now. I wanted coaches to yell at me. I wanted coaches to motivate me and kick me in the ass because I knew that worked. Now, there are people out there that will, quote, shut down if someone yells at me. Believe me, I worked with a fucking fat bitch that fucking did that all the time. She could say whatever the fuck she wanted, but, boy, you start to get the upper hand on her and fucking rip her apart. (laughs) Don't play in the big dog's yard, then. If you can't handle it, don't play in this yard. This is a yard for people who can take it. Oh, I can take it. I can dish it out as well. Do I like having to take it? No, but you have to if you're going to dish it out. But my generation, the losers in my generation, said my children will not go through this. They will not be held at by coaches. And once the participation trophies started, you know how I like to talk about the slippery slope? I'd like for anybody to tell me I'm wrong here. What happens? You crack that door a little bit open, And the people that you crack it open for because you are trying to be nice, you're trying to do the right thing. Maybe not the right. You're trying to do the polite thing. That's what it is. You're trying to be polite and not not want kids to hurt. I understand that, and I respect that. I I don't want kids crying all the time. I mean, even though I could watch that on video all day long of kids falling down and getting hurt and crying, that's fantastic. That's comedy. But these parents couldn't handle their little babies coming home from practice saying, duh, the coach yelled at me. Well, I, I, I've talked about my, my, my tenure, my one season as a uh, little league coach. Probably one of the worst experiences of my entire life. Mainly because the kids were a bunch of pussies. Not all of them. There, there were a few out there that were winners. One name comes to mind is a kid named David Talent. David Talent was a good ball player. Now he, he does jiu-jitsu now uh, with my buddy Matt in Reno. And he's in a wheelchair now. I don't know what happened. He got in a wheelchair, but a uh, good kid. 
showed up on time. He practiced hard. He played hard. And he did not like to lose. I like that kid for that. But there are other kids on the team. We had this one kid. He, he was our second baseman. His name was Chance, first of all. Why do you give a boy's name Chance? Chance would always show up late to practice. And, and look, look, if you've ever played sports, if you've ever been in any kind of organized sports league, if you show up late for practice, I don't care if it's football, I don't care if it's baseball, I don't care if it's basketball, your ass runs. You run until I say you're done running. I'm the coach. Well, little Chance showed up late his third practice in a row. We really made that motherfucker run. So much that his big fat mama, who's probably a star of my thousand pound life by now, she came up and she says, Coach, Coach. I'm sorry, she didn't say it like that. She said, Hey, 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 Coach. My baby Chance, he gets home from school, and he has a snack, and he wants to ride his motorbike. That's why he's been late. I just looked at her. I said, does he want to play baseball or ride motocross? Well, well, well he, he wants to do both. I go, okay, well, he can do both, but you can't be late for baseball. Well, we'll, we'll try harder. Get showed up late again. So his ass ran again. And this is the one that we, we all got talked to. by, And I'm sitting there going, wait a second. Why are we getting yelled at for this by the parents? Old coach's trick in baseball. This is the oldest coach's trick known to mankind, especially when it comes to Little League baseball or youth baseball up until high school. You go out there, you, you, you take batting practice, you take infield. You, you work on double plays. You work on all, all kinds of shit, right? And you have to have a bag of baseballs to do so because you have an entire team. Guys warming up, pitchers working on their stuff. You have to have all these baseballs. So before practice started every fucking night, or every time we had practice, like twice a week, I would count how many baseballs were in the bag, and I would count them in front of all the team. It would be like 24 balls. Now, if there were not 24 balls in that bag at the end of practice, however many balls that were missing, you had to run. A big, gigantic lap. No. We never lost a baseball. Never. But it depended on how the practice went. If they were lollygagging the ball to the infield, and they're lollygagging the ball in the outfield. And they're lollygagging at the plate. What does that make them, Ollie? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. So if they're having a bad practice, you go over and you, you have a ball and you decide to throw it in your hoodie pocket where nobody can see it. And maybe another coach does that. Maybe the third coach, the pitching coach, he does it as well because he's not happy with practice. Nobody's listening. Nobody's doing anything. And lo and behold, there are now 25 balls in the bag. Well, there were 28. 
Start running. Hashtag Bull Durham. Very good, Andrew. Very good. The lollygagging scene. It, it, it is literally one of the best scenes in... in, in, in. Oh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Where is this at? Let's see. <laughs> Here you go. Hell of a shot. Sorry, I got wait. One of my all-time favorites. I love that movie so much. And, Jen, I saw your pictures. I was so jealous that you got to see their stadium. Oh, the Durham Bulls. You got yeah, that, that right there is one of the greatest baseball movies ever made. But we got yelled at by parents for making the kids run too much. Now, I want you to think about this. They had to do three laps. Four laps that entire practice they had to do. They had to do one lap before the practice starts to warm up and get the heart beating and all that kind of shit. Then they had a bad practice. They were a bunch of lollygaggers. We made them run, and we got in trouble for it. And when, when we got talked to by the league and by parents, I said, I'm done. This is, this, is, this is not organized sports to me. This is me being a babysitter to a bunch of kids who ain't any good. There one kid on this team. We'll call him Josh. He was our he he was a permanent right fielder if he played. And that was a rule. Everybody had to play in every game, which rule I could fucking get rid of immediately. So in the fourth inning, we'd throw his fucking sorry ass out in the right field. And every pitch, I was just like, do not hit it to Josh. Do not hit it to Josh. Josh came up one time. Josh was the worst. I started playing baseball. I I did not play t-ball. I started playing baseball when I was six. And uh, my dad practiced with me. I practiced on my own. I had one of those nets where you threw it and you got the ball back. It it was the – but see – this is the thing that parents do now that, that's really maddening is that they don't let kids play every sport. We played every sport. If it was basketball season, we'd play basketball. If it was football, we'd play football. If it was baseball season, we'd play baseball. We did not just limit ourselves to one sport. And I've talked to a number of coaches. Um, I've had Tony LaRusso on a, a radio show. I got to interview him, and he told me that was one of the biggest problems he had with parents today. Um, I had an NBA player who turned coach and was the coach of the uh, Reno basketball team, the Bighorns, when they were there, told me the exact same thing. He said, "Play they, these kids should be playing every sport. 
My favorite line in Bull Durham is, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a fucking boat. Oh, that's such a good line. But you have these kids and these parents, these Gen X parents, they coddled these kids. They're there. It's going to be okay. You don't have to do that. It's just practice. I love when people, you know, they, they quote the Allen Iverson thing, practice. Oh, you're talking about practice, practice. Do you know why practice is important? Let me tell you. It goes back to the old line. You know how you make it to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. And these parents, they didn't want any part of that, and there were participation trophies in this league, and I wanted no part of that. They gave me one for being a coach. I think I threw it out on 395. I'm not kidding. I threw it out my window. I didn't want any part of that shit. But we've raised a soft society, and it's showing now. Oh, my God, is it ever showing. If you disagree with me, please feel free to say how I'm wrong here. Please. But it's led to people like the Meghan Markles of the world. It's led to the people that want everybody just to get along. Oh, you should be nice. No, there's no such thing. Look, look. From what I understand the other night, because I didn't see the CNN coverage, because I, I didn't want to watch it, they didn't let Andy Cohen or, or uh, what's his name, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt's kid, Anderson Cooper, they didn't let them drink on the, the rockin' New Year's Eve show or the CNN New Year's Eve show. Because last year they got real, real drunk, and they were it, it was actually really funny. But out of nowhere, Kathy Griffin decided to come in and shit talk against Andy Cohen. Now I'm, I I don't care. I, Andy Cohen, I think he's a good guy. I, I I respect his entrepreneurship and his his bringing the Real Housewives and all that kind of shit out. He's made a name for himself. Hardworking man. And that fucking bitch comes out and decides that she's going to fucking... And, and people are like, yeah, go, Kathy. Who, who the fuck likes Kathy Griffin? I know I'm all over the place today. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's this soft society that thinks that people like Kathy Griffin are there to stand up for them. Mm-mm. If I, if, I, if I can teach little Roscoe and I, I do not have any real updates on the, the days of our lives. The one thing that I wanted to, to, to teach is that you cannot really rely on anyone. Now, I, I know that's harsh. It's very, very harsh to say. When I say hardly anyone, you might have one or two people that you can count on that know when the rubber hits the road, they're on your side. They got your back. Like Ken Dog with Andrew Tate. I'm kidding. Ken Dog, I'm just kidding. And I'm lucky. I'm very, very lucky. I have a very, very support, uh, the greatest support system I've ever had since my dad. I have that now at my home. And I live a mile away from a man who uh, I adore. Uh, I treat him like a brother because he is, and that's Tommy. 
and there's maybe one or two more people that, that would be in that lifeboat. But that's about it. Because you have to rely on yourself. Sound is gone. What? I, I, am I back? Swoosh, am I there? Is anybody there? Or did I just take a long pregnant pause? I wish that, that, that I, I could see it more, that, that there are more people to rely on. But I, I, I watched it happen to myself firsthand. And someone who I thought was my brother and my sister who had my back no matter what, and they didn't. The only part of my back they had were the end of the knife handles that were sticking out of it. Everybody's saying I'm good. Okay, there you go. Swoosh is working again. Good. All right. But man, oh man, when you start making that that wheel big, the wheel, not real. When you start making that wheel of friends really big, you have to watch out. There's going to be a Judas in there somewhere. There is. There aren't a lot of people in this world that you can definitely say is your ride or die. And it's a fra- that's a phrase I don't really, I, I don't like that phrase, the ride or die phrase, but I get it. You have a couple of those people, man, oh, man, you are lucky. And, and I consider myself lucky because I have about three or four people that I can 100% count on being there for me. And they know who they are. Because I I go out of my way to tell them, because that's how important they are to me. But once you start relying on this whole village to raise a kid and all this kind of bullshit, mm mm-mm. No sirree, Bob. I don't even care if your name isn't Bob. You remember the McCluskeys, the, the, the lawyers in St. Louis? I've seen this story, and I'm like, come on, man. This is why the world is such a fucked up place. Missouri judge ruled this week that Mark and Patricia McCluskey aren't entitled to get their weapons back or have their fines remitted because they were pardoned by the governor after pleading guilty to misdemeanor charges last year. Let me set this up. Let's say that, that you have worked really hard in your life. I don't care what you do, it, it, and it doesn't matter what you do because a lot of people are going to pick on these people for being ambulance-chasing lawyers. I don't give a fuck what you do. Don't care. The people are sitting at their, their home that they worked really, really hard to be able to afford a very, very nice home and nice things in that home. Look, I, I'm not a fan of lawyers. Not at all. I think lawyers are scumbags, but they work hard for the money they have. They had to go to college. They had to go to law school. They have to do all this bullshit, and they have to go to these judges and do all this kind of stuff. These people, one afternoon, evening time, are getting ready to sit down for a meal on a Sunday night. Sunday night dinner. When, lo and behold, a group of protesters 
break through the private gate. They, they, they live in a private neighborhood because they're very wealthy. By the way, no problem with that. I, I, no problem with if you can afford to live there and you want to live there and you want to put up with the bill at BS HOAs there, go ahead. Protesters broke into this private property and then broke another fence to get to the McCloskey's house. And it was a group of like 20 or 30 protesters, some of which were armed and showing their weapons. Well, the McCloskey's, they decided to not wait for the fight to come to them by staying in their house. But they went out on the front porch, and she had her little Saturday night special gun, and he had a fucking AR-15 to try and deter these people from wreaking havoc upon their home. They were arrested. Their guns were taken. And nothing, absolutely, positively nothing, was said about the people that were there illegally with guns. I, I, I mean, there's one person that would have said something about it. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and then people have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. There you go. Uh, Mark McCluskey uh, brought a lawsuit last year, which he alleged the couple was entitled their Colt AR-15 and their 38. I'm sorry, it was a 38, not a Saturday Night Special. They were forced to surrender after the plea deal and roughly $2,750 they had to pay. The couple was then pardoned by Missouri governor, correctfully so, Mike Parson. Now Circuit Judge John Moriarty ruled that the pardon had no bearing on the plea agreement. Well, yes, it does, Judge. If you're pardoned, that means the crime didn't happen. But these were two people who had their guns taken away from because a group of hostile protesters who were armed illegally trespassed not only in a neighborhood, but on somebody's private fucking property. And not one of those protesters was arrested. And now these people can't get their guns back. I just buy new ones. Fuck it. Yeah, go ahead and keep that one. I got a better AR-15 now. We have lost the ability to use common sense as a... uh, I don't want to say a deterrent because it's not a deterrent. We, we just don't use common sense anymore. Nobody uses common sense. Do I agree with what the McCluskeys did by coming out of their house waving the guns? No, not necessarily, but they had the right. I thought they had the right to do that. What I would have done, and I've said this before, and I'll publicly say it again. These people have trespassed on your property. They've torn down your fence to get to your house. 
Tell you what, why don't you get in an elevated position in your house where you can see the entryways, maybe unlock one of those entryways, and they'll come in, and you can gun them down then. This all stems from um, just stu- my, my, my anger. This is where my anger stems from. I'll never forget when I was on the morning show. We had this story. Now, it, 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 I really do hate this story. Um, about a guy who uh, took like his 10-year-old hostage. His own, his own kid hostage and was hel- holding police at bay because he was armed. I said, why don't you just fucking shoot him? Well, you don't do that. We, you, it, that, that was told to me on the air. We, we don't do that. Well, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, this is what you do. When somebody's armed and they're threatening a child's life, you do whatever you can to end that threat. Whether you be kicking the door and taken by force or a sniper's bullet through the, the middle of his fucking skull. The end. Do you want to know why crime is at such a high rate right now? Because cops don't know what to do. And I'm not putting down cops at all here. Cops don't know what to do anymore. Everybody has a cell phone, cell phone camera. Yesterday, great example. There was a high-speed chase that started in Plano. Now, how this guy made it all the way to Royce City, which is right by me, and went to my Bucky's and then drove in the Bucky's? You're about fucking 20 police cars following this asshole. First of all, I don't know how he didn't get stuck on I-30. But everybody had their cell phones out. They're all videotaping. So the police have to... uh, They have to take part of their concentration away from the bad guy. And they have to worry about people on their cell phone cameras. And a lot of people want to say, well, they're making the police honest. Well, as somebody who's dealt with a lot of police officers, I would say about 98% of them are very, very good people. Trustworthy people, people I would would lay down for if I had to. Because they're willing to do it for me. Now, the bad cops out there, yeah, absolutely, there are terrible cops out there, the terrible firemen out there. I know four awful disc jockeys, some of the worst human beings known to mankind. But you don't fire everybody because of those people. You fire those people. You fire those people because everybody else deserves better. And now you can't even defend your own house in Missouri. A state that up until about 40 years ago said it was okay to kill a Mormon if they were in your front yard. 40 years ago, 45 years ago in Missouri, you could kill a Mormon in your front yard. And today you can't even walk outside with a gun in your hand. I swear to God. Hell in a handbasket, my friends. Hell in a fucking handbasket. 
human rights are animal rights because human. Okay, those. Oh, that's all the stupid people. Yeah. Okay. That's where I went to hell in a handbasket. Anything you guys want to talk about today? Any, any any stories that I haven't gotten to or anything like that? Please let me know on the mixer board. Or you can write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com, uh, where tomorrow we will be doing Lister Mail, sponsored by JS Floors. Uh, make Mormon shootable again. <laughs> oh, shit, right? Oh, I know a couple Mormons that I could do that too. Now, I was talking about Scientology earlier, about uh, the, the missing Scientologist. A Scientologist real estate agent who thought she was battling Lyme disease set fire to herself and shot herself in the head after saying she wanted to drop the body, which followers believe allows their thetan to live on. Whitney Mills, a 40-year-old real estate agent, deeply involved in Scientology, shot herself on May 12th after reaching the highest level in Scientology known as the Operating Fetan Level, or OT8. OT8 Scientologists believe they have gained control over matter, energy, space, and time and are immune to disease. Clearwater police say she was suffering from a number of health issues, including Lyme disease. Wait a second, I thought she was immune to that. She set herself on fire and then shot herself, dying a day and a half later. Holy, yeah, martyr much? Randomly, uh, but can we talk about why eggs are so fucking expensive right now? $29 for 60 eggs. Blew my pricey creamer out of the window now. Yeah, it's because of inflation. Well, they'll tell you it's because of Vladimir Putin. I'll tell you what it is. The reason why your eggs are so expensive right now is the same reason why bacon's going to be so expensive is because people are starting to, farmers are starting to do this now. They can't have as many animals in the cages which means they have to build more cages, which means they have to build more barns, which means the price that they are occurring to get you those eggs is going up, which means the price of your eggs is shooting through the moon. That's why eggs are so expensive. I mean, meat's the same way. Gasoline prices... Gasoline prices are high, which means, well, you got to pass that along to the consumer. What, what, what's but for today? What is but for? I, I don't know what that is, Christopher. Uh, she died with a smoking hot body. She's like Kurt Cobain, well done. Eggs are more expensive because the chickens make 15 bucks an hour. Uh, it's Scientology, for God's sakes. They are girls there. They have self-immolation uh, and guns, you know. For pooping, silly. But for. I don't even. I, 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 is that something I talked about last week? Like, I, I'm having a hard time remembering it. 
uh, for pooping. But four for pooping. I, I know. Mr. used to eat eggs daily, and now we just eat them on the weekends because they're pricing 50 cents an egg. It's amazing to see the prices right now. Milk, steak, all that kind of shit. I mean, honestly, like, like you look at it. Oh, okay. It's a joke, Arnie. What's a butt for pooping? Okay. All right. I got you now. It's like the dicky do. What's a dicky do? You wouldn't know. All right, Christopher, you got me. I'm going to have to pay you back, Christopher. Um, fucking crazy-ass Scientologist, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, look, I, you go to the grocery store now, and it's like, God damn. No matter what it is, it's going to be pricey. Why? Inflation. Why? Joe Biden. You want to know why shit's expensive? It's because Joe Biden is that way. And here's the shit part. You ready for the the absolute positive shit part? And I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this. You're eyes, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but the big chicken farmers, the, the, the big chicken people of the world, they're okay with losing people like you and Mr. Arised. Because they know there are plenty of other people out there who can't live without eggs. You see, and once this inflation starts to adjust and we start to come down to earth again, these egg companies are going to go, wait a second. If they're willing to pay 50 cents an egg, let's just keep the prices here. Because now we're going to make a bigger profit. I mean, all you got to do is look at everything that's happened. I mean, everything in the world. Do you remember CDs? Does anybody, let, let, let's go back. I, I might have to explain this one here. Um, but uh, we'll go back in time. Compact discs. Now, I know this is an old argument, but hey, it's a great argument. When compact discs first came out, it was the wave of the future. It was the last thing we were going to ever have to do, and then the internet came around and all that kind of stuff. I remember when CDs came out, and they were fourteen ninety nine a CD. And they kept telling us, oh, the price is going to and And I mean, growing up, when I was a kid, you could get a full vinyl record for $7.99. That's how much they were, between $6.99 and $7.99, unless it was a double album. Cassette tapes were anywhere between $4.99 and $6.99 as well. CD came out, and it was $12.99, $13.99, $14.99. $14.99 was about the normal. And the record companies all over agreed, oh, the prices will come down when these become more popular. Well... CDs became popular right away. Everybody got rid of their cassettes. They got rid of their vinyl because CDs are easier to store. They're smaller. You can put them in notebooks.
The only time the price of CDs ever came down is when the internet came out and killed every fucking record store there is. CDs stayed the same price. I mean, Target sometimes would have them cheaper, but that's Target. They've already purchased them for what they're worth. And if you were smart and you were a fan of CDs, you would go to a discount retailer like Walmart or Target to buy your music. We had, uh, I, I, I know that uh, there have been plenty of music stores everywhere. We, you know, uh, what, what, what's the one? Uh, oh, I can think of it right now. The one in Sacramento, the big one. We had, we, we didn't have Sam Goody here growing up. Definitely didn't have that one. Yeah, oh, Christopher, it, it's amazing to see how much vinyl records cost today. Uh, we have a chicken coop, just haven't built uh, a new run yet, but it's happening ASAP so I can get my own damn chickens and eat our own eggs. Good. Kamala says compact discs are dicks that are compacted. About ready to get a greenhouse, too, to grow food, man. Tower, that's it. Yes, tower. We didn't have tower or dimple here in Texas. We had peaches, and then that turned into sound warehouse. I only bought one record ever from Sound Warehouse growing up. Actually, two. I take that back. I bought two. I can remember. It was the Sound Warehouse on Garland Road, Garland Road and uh, Buckner. I bought Van Halen's 5150 the night it came out. And I bought the Colts Electric album, one of my all-time favorite albums. I bought that there. The only two I ever bought in record stores growing up because it was cheaper to buy them at other places. CDs, well, then I got into radio, and I never had to buy a CD again. The CD uh, case was encapsulated in that three-foot-long plastic suitcase. Oh, I remember that, that wood box, the, the cardboard box. That thing was terrible. I'm so over high prices, I was trying to buy two shelves to put above my desk, and it's cheap material from China that costs like $40 a shelf. I got fed up and went and bought wood, cut and sanded the shelves and stained it and ordered my uh, own bracket. Screw them. Bougie eggs, yes, I eat, I eat the, uh, the organic brown egg. I just like them because their yolks are better. I give a fuck about the organic part of it. They're bigger, they're, they're, they're brown, and the, the yolks are almost orange. That's how good these eggs are. I like eggs. Love eggs. I could eat I could eat eggs all damn day. Maybe have some sunny side up. Maybe have egg on toast. I don't know. I don't know what I have time for. Poached. But the high prices ain't going anywhere, people. Sorry to tell. I'm, I'm sorry. I, look, I don't want to. I want to bum you out the first day of 2023. But companies pay attention to this shit. And they say, okay, well, they're willing to pay this. Then guess what? We're going to drop our, our costs are dropping. We're not going to pass that on to the consumer. Some companies will. Some companies will. I promise you that. Some companies will drop their prices back down because they want your business back. Other companies are going to go, well, we didn't want those people. We got our people who are buying them for $6.99 a dozen. Or however much they sell them for. Agreed, Arnie. Breakfast all day. Oh, I could eat breakfast every every fucking meal. 
throw a steak in there every once in a while, good to go. Pancakes, waffles, I can eat all that shit all damn day long. Breakfast sandwiches, forget about it. Just watching the world right now, you just sit there. And, and the lies that our government tells us about, well, this is because of Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin has nothing to do with the price of eggs in America. Desert Runner says, I do love ham and eggs. I don't like ham. Ugh. Ham, ugh. I can't do the ham. Do eggs. All right, we're going to get into the uh, the last three stories, and, and these are uh, these are the stories that I, I, I told uh, the last two. Hold on a second here. What's this? Okay, yeah, we won't do that one today. We can get rid of that one. I, no, I want to do this fucking asshole first. Got another one of these assholes out here, people. Remember, we ended the we 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 ended the show with the last week uh, with with an asshole. I'm not going to end it with an asshole today, but he's in there. A man risked his life over the weekend. Uh, we're we're Dateline. Um, I believe this is in Australia. Crikey's. Oh, crikey's, mate. Um, this asshole risked his life by picking up a stranded shark and carrying it back to the water. The surfer thought the shark might be disoriented or sick and wanted to help. And of course... The thing started thrashing around when he picked it up and tried to (laughs) but wasn't able to. The quote-unquote hero, Paul Miles, threw the thing back into the ocean. Boy, oh boy. Let me just tell you this right now. If I'm this fella and I grab me a shark that's that's frolicking around, I'm going to grab it by the tail and slam its head into the ground as many times as possible. I am going to Paul Bunyan the shit out of that shark. Yes, you missed the... Uh, I started the show with the uh, Baba Walters. Hello and welcome to The View is 2020. I am Baba Walters. Today, if I was a twee, the twee would be an apple twee. If Jeremy Rimmer dies, does Scarlett Johansson get the soul stone? Uh, store manager can also change the price to higher or lower. Okay. Yeah, this motherfucker putting the damn shark back in the water. Fuck him. We find out, let, 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 let me just say this right now. Maybe I'm gonna, I'll go in the water and I'll get bit and I'm going to find this guy. And I'm going to go, hey, motherfucker, you remember when you threw that shark back in? Look what it did. It took my foot. Damn thing said, <laughs> took my foot now because you put it back in the water. I hope you can live with yourself, sir. Jerk off. Oh, boy. Here we go. Next to last story here. 
just because I, I, I'm wiped, people. This is more a story about Sucreta Tolliver, a mother of four. She's from Chicago, and she decided that she was going to have plastic surgery. Now, now, oh no, that's not bad. All surgeries have risks, right? No matter how big, minor the surgery is or isn't, there's always a risk involved, correct? Sure. Well, the risk increases dramatically when you decide to be a stupid fuck and do your plastic surgery in the goddamn Dominican Republic. Now, come on, man. You're going to the DR to have plastic surgery done? Well, the mother of four traveled from Chicago to have the operation. While recovering from the surgery... Sucreta Tolliver, the mother of four, died. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that someone who went to the Dominican Republic for plastic surgery has died due to results of the plastic surgery in the Dominican Republic. do Do they have burrows doing the operations? Uh, let's see, uh, I guess this is, uh, her daughter says, I spoke to her on several occasions and recalled, uh, she's saying, uh, how much she was in pain. She just sounded like she was in so much pain. The grieving daughter said, I wish, I wouldn't wish this on nobody. It hurts so bad. Does it say what kind of surgery she had? She had the Brazilian butt lift or the, I mean, if you're going to get the Brazilian butt lift, you probably want to go to Brazil. But no. How many? How many times I gotta tell you? How many, how many episodes of, of botch do we have to fucking endure together, people? If you get plastic surgery from a outside of this country, or b you get plastic surgery done by somebody in in your same apartment complex. Or a guy you saw on Craigslist performing plastic surgery and it fucks you up? All I got to say to you is... Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth is I never left you all through my wild days, my mad I kept my promise. Don't keep your distance. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not gonna shed a tear. I feel bad for her family, but this woman is so selfish. 
that she wants to get plastic surgery done in the Dominican Republic, yet she still has four people who depend on her to be her mama. The greatest episode of Botched I ever saw, easily, was a woman who wanted to tummy tuck. Now, she she went to America first, and she priced it, and it was quite expensive. By the way, by the way, I did notice that the uh, the girl on the uh, the morning show uh, that that's the bubblegum pop show. I guess she's having lipo done. Not chicken in yet. Um, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, why would why would you get any kind of surgery done outside of the United States of America? I mean, I mean, you can you can talk about healthcare all over the world and how cheap and how inexpensive it is. Let me just tell you real quick: cheap, inexpensive healthcare. The first rule of economics. Do you know what the first rule of economics is? Anybody? Hey, you know what? Here you go. Let Let's play it. The first rule of economics is. Lipo comment savage. Oh God. Look at that. We got a winner. We got a winner there. Look at there. Swoosh says you get what you pay for. So if you're paying, if a tummy tuck or a Brazilian butt lift is anywhere between 15 and 20 grand, and good old Dr. Dr. Nick Riviera from The Simpsons comes up and says, I can do a butt lift or a tummy tuck for five grand. And you go and get it done, you're going to get what you pay for. The greatest episode of Botched, my all-time favorite episode. This woman who went to Mexico to get a tummy tuck. Now, I guess that's where they, they, they cut you across the, the gut, and they tuck it all in, hence tummy tuck. She showed up at the strip mall doctor's office in Mexico, First of all, first first of all, red flags are going up because she went to Mexico to get surgery. But let, let, let's keep going. Secondly, it's in a strip mall in Mexico. That's just are cockfights next door. I, I I I I'm not sure. So she gets on the operating table, and they put. A block of ice on her stomach and say, We're gonna wait till you get numb. Now, <laughs> this would be a big red flag for me. This would be a huge one. And of course, she did, and they did, and they cut her. And then they pulled it up too high to where her pubic bone or her pubic hair started right under her tits. She got what she paid for. This gal. Sadly, died because she wanted a cheap plastic surgery. Final story. I'm about to throw up. Mm. Boy, oh boy. 
this would have been a hell of a flight to be on. Um, this happened at the Montgomery Regional Airport in Alabama on a flight from uh, Montgomery to Dallas. Happened on New Year's Eve, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, this had, uh, it was an, an American Airlines employee was working on the ramp when all of a sudden he was sucked into the running engine of an Envoy air flight that was parked ahead of its scheduled flight to Dallas. He got sucked in the engine and then blasted all everywhere. Holy shit. This is like an Indiana Jones death. The victim has not been publicly identified. Fuck, you can't tell who it is. He's in a million pieces. He got engine rotted. Yes, absolutely. That engine was like, fucking hey, man, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> Well, that sucks. (laughs) Why did AOC cancel her waxing appointment? She heard it was Brazilian and thought it was way too much money. Um, Both the FAA and the National Transportation Safety Board are investigating the accident. I mean, what do you do? Do you, like, just hose out the engine? Like the, I mean, I mean, this is like going into a wood chipper. Please, just let me know if there's anybody who got to see this happen, like sitting on the plane. See, cool shit like that don't happen to me when I'm on an airplane. That pisses me off. Lord, um. The executive director at the airport says, we are saddened to hear about the tragic loss of a team member. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family during a difficult time. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Where were Arnold Schwarzenegger, John claude Van Damme, Chuck Norris, and Stallone when this happened, right? I'd be pissed if I was on that flight ready to go and then maintenance delay followed by deboarding caused a dude is over my window. Yeah, no shit, man. Fly that thing in. Scare Dallas. Blood on the tarmac. Uh, okay, that's going to do it for me today, ass family. Look at that. We are back. Ended a little early, but, hey, I only took one break today. So there you go. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. I probably will not burn the house down tomorrow, so uh, I'll be in a little bit better mood. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. I was there in my trailer Down at the job site The day that this stranger walked in His face looked so sad And he carried a set of blueprints And as I unrolled them The first thing I noticed Well there were no 
plans He said if you build this for me Then when she comes back She'll never be able to leave me again Just be a prison that I locked you in If you couldn't leave You'd never know if there was someone that loved you The way that she didn't before There's two things that I know for sure It's that you can't make a woman feel something she don't Just ruined his day I just couldn't bear to see This man's last hope slip away So I thought real fast And I started talking Said, buddy, we've tried this before And if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way, she'll run And leave you with a hole for a door I said if I didn't she ever came back friend tell me how would she get in it would just be a prison that I is outside waiting to arrest him.